0: Now is the time to tell tales of the unaccountable. Zombie, what do you fear? What do you fear? Consider you find someone mummified. I already like this story. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We just need you to hunt the giant owl. He just looks too suave to be Dracula. <laughs> too suave to be Dracula. Remember, you are bringing her back to life, so there is that. You got that to pony up on. Be afraid. Be marginally afraid. Welcome to Pulp Nightmare. I'm Mike. I am MB. MB, let's say you were in the Old West. Now, is this the literal Old West, or are you talking like the Wild Wild West in terms of like everyday? The concrete jungle, <laughs> the wor- the working class metropolitan <laughs> wasteland. Can I just imagine you like falling down? You're Michael Douglas. <laughs> We're in the game. <laughs> you find a dead clown. It's, it's 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 literally my face on a poster, and I'm my head is a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> It's literally you. I'm just imagining you just walking out to your driveway and finding a dead clown. <laughs> I dropped to my knees. Why? <laughs> it's Christmas morning. <laughs> you name you name the clown Jasper. <laughs> then turn, then oddly it turns into weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> There's gold underneath the water. You have to get him down there to find the gold. It was such a weird sequel. <laughs> I love that movie though. Weekend at Bernie's too. I've never seen it. It's so, it's so amazing. Like there's buried treasure in the ocean. Like did they just completely throw air- <laughs> They just completely throw caution to the wind and just do whatever. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like, don't you love sequels like that? I do. It's, it's like Police Academy Six. <laughs> Some of these days we're going to sit down we're going to watch every Police Academy movie in a row. <laughs> I don't know why, but it should be done. We're going to put out like 24 hours of our day and just not sleep. You know, instead of, you know how they do 24 hours of Christmas story? 24 hours of Pulp Nightmare. Just us recording over and over again for 24 hours. We would end up ending the show. <laughs> Like probably within the fifth hour. Just imagine us is sitting there. We're smoking cigarettes, even though we normally don't smoke. <laughs> we're drinking like a ton of coffee. We, we put on ties just to loosen them. <laughs> it's like we're running a newspaper for no reason. <laughs> we can. We, we just. Uh, we're just unhinged. We're hallucinating. <laughs> Our hair turns white. We saw both pictures. of us. Both of us have five o'clock shadow that doesn't grow, like an inch, more into like a full on beard. You're doing meth. <laughs> There's like jars of urine everywhere because we won't we won't get up and just stop recording. <laughs> At one point, you don't know whether or not I'm alive. <laughs> it's just me poking your body for twenty minutes. <laughs> It's like you you go into denial mode immediately, and you start recording as if I'm actually there. <laughs> I hallucinate that you're answering me, even though you're you might be dead. <laughs> I'm hearing I'm hearing you say things. <laughs> yes, MB, The owls are not what they seem. I I at one point think I'm I'm winning the Rose Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're on supermarket sweep? <laughs> Great show. Um, <laughs> fuck, did we get into that so quickly? <laughs> anyway, you asked me about the Wild Wild West. <laughs> I mean, let's but say the original. Old West. Yes, yeah. the, old, the Old, Old West. Yeah. This isn't a Will Smith movie. No, with mustaches and hats. I'm not sure why. How? associate <laughs> those things with the Old West so much, but Kurt Russell's there, it's a whole thing. <laughs> um, let's say you were assassinated. I was assassinated in the Old West. Yeah, by that coward, Mike Napier. <laughs> I, pretty much, I just want to make a movie called The Assassination of M.D. by that coward, right, Mike Napier. <laughs> uh, so essentially, you're Casey Affleck. Yes, and you're <laughs> um, And you're asking what I would do in this situation? Yeah, would you be this- okay with that? Well, it would make a good movie title. It's the only reason I want to do it is for the title. And I just, I was, I was like rewatching the trailer for that movie, and I was thinking about that. Spoilers, spoilers. Jesse James dies. <laughs> the assassination of Jesse James by that coward, by the coward Robert Ford. But I just imagine you like polishing a picture, standing on a chair. I just come up behind you and shoot you in the head. <laughs> and, and you see me coming, but you just sit there and let it happen. <laughs> and then suddenly I'm up on stage recreating the death every night. Wearing way too much makeup. <laughs> you went into this oddly specific thing. <laughs> I it was Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I came up with this about 3 a.m. last night after I watch Creature from the Black Lagoon. Because those two things go together. You know what my favorite line, Creature from the Black Lagoon, is? Yeah, I'm sure you have many. But. It's, um, when they're first trying, and they're first pulling into the Black Lagoon, they're trying to make this, like, tight spot, and, uh, the captain of the boat, Lucas, the captain of Rika, I think is the name of the boat, if I remember correctly, uh, Rita, I think it is, I don't remember. You I just watched, watched the movie. I know, I, I just see. watched last night, but I don't pay attention to the name of the fucking boat that often. But uh, the ship captain Lucas says, Ah, it is impossible, but I, Lucas, will do it. <laughs> it's my favorite fucking line. He's like the best character ever. Oh it is impossible, but I, Lucas, will do it. We talked about that. The fact that you have a dead-on bait impression. No, we haven't yet. We mentioned it in commentary that will eventually be put up. Yeah. It's being planned. Who knows? I still have commentaries put up we recorded six months ago. But anyway, so you have a perfect Bane impression. I don't understand why. Move I don't Bane. Understand. I, we, should, I, we should say. Is there any other Bane now? <laughs> like, like honestly, I don't know where it came from. I don't know how it got to be how it got to be. I mean, so many people have a Bane impression nah. By the way, like you see it all the time on YouTube, Mb st- is dead on. He's better than everybody, <laughs> even Tom Hardy. He can improv as Bane. I mean, he does the inflections perfectly. Everyone else just kind of covers their mouth and does a funny voice. Mb is Bane. Do ahead, Do a Bane line. Well, I, wait, wait, I went Russian with that one. It's it's okay. He, some, he sometimes he sounds Russian. Yeah. Sometimes he sounds like Sean Connery. <laughs> it's just, it's just you're like you're. Throw oh. <laughs> <laughs> there. It's so. Perfect. Oh. It's it's like he's tired. Like he's straining. If B- Mickey just sounds like he's coming constantly. Like, I don't want to go to work today. <laughs> perhaps I'll take over Gotham tomorrow. We're destroying nothing, but not today. After time, I take a cake Even though I don't have any lips. <laughs> See? <laughs> Why can you do that? I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I am a man of few talents. No. But no, for, somehow dancing and Bane impressions. <laughs> I am a mean tap dancer. I'm picturing you tap-dancing now. I won the state championships, man. I imagine uh, it's us doing uh, Putting on the Ritz from uh, Young Frankenstein. That's the second movie parody we're in. (laughs) I'm I'm in a movie parody mood for some reason. (laughs) Aren't we always in a movie parody mood, though? That is true. I say we parody Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I got nowhere to go with that. I just think we should do it. (laughs) I mean, I'm all for it. I I am in completely agreement. I just don't know where it came from. Uh, I don't know where it came from either. You know what I like to watch again? Honey, I blew up the kid. Terrible movie, but I I like it because it has an overly sexual title that is also incredibly inappropriate. (laughs) Plus, it involves child murder, which you're all for. Oh, yeah. But come on, a giant toddler running around like Godzilla—so retarded. Uh, remember the Honey I Shrunk the Kids TV show from like the late nineties, early two thousands? Was on uh-oh. or something? No nah. hub replay. At least maybe the hub replayed them at one point. All, our, all the most I remember from the entire franchise is that on a one VHS that I had. That I would constantly watch. There was a trailer from uh, "Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves" or something. I yeah. forgot what. Or "Honey, We Shrunk the Adults" or something. I forgot what it was called. Uh, I don't know. I can't say I, I keep up with that series that often. <laughs> You're uh, not an avid fan. I have been to the uh, Universal Studios ride. I think it was Universal. They, yeah, uh, yeah am sure it is. It was... You know, it wasn't as cool as the Terminator ride. Terminator ride was pimp. What is as cool as the Terminator ride? Like, it, doesn't that character, like, strike you as the perfect marketable character? It does. Like, you can do anything with the Terminator. Like, you you could legitimately make a cereal out of the Terminator. <sighs> Terminator O's. <laughs> it's like the entire cereal box is on fire. Frosted... <laughs> yeah, there's tiny marshmallow skulls. <laughs> there's a dramatic uh, CD of com- like a compilation of scores Frosted- of just dramatic music. Frosted T1000s. <laughs> Imagine he, like an um... HK like tr- tread running over the cereal box in the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> it's on a playground. <laughs> i show kids eating, but a nuclear bomb goes off in the background. And they all ignite. <laughs> all the milk dries up in the bowl. And <laughs> Sarah Connor screaming at a Stanley <laughs> fence. <laughs> Damn it, if they only ate the nude. <laughs> 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 On millions. <laughs> <laughs> Inside every box is this Kyle Reese action figure. <laughs> with a spare set of hobo pants (laughs) (laughs) oh disgusting hobo pants you know the one thing they should have gone into in the Terminator movies was after he got that he got the clap then gave Sarah the clap so that's why she died in between Terminator 2 and Terminator 3 yes it makes sense he gave her uh, a venereal disease killed her. It's a the, the Terminator comes back to warn them about it, but she's already dead, so he kind of has to awkwardly go back in time. Or actually, uh, just sacrifice himself again. <laughs> this blows off Kyle Reese's balls. <laughs> you all <are> terminated. <laughs> this is him yelling at the sperm. That would also be the commercial for Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> I now mean, imagine, like, a, a Terminator sperm that goes into the body, swims around, it has sunglasses. <laughs> it may or may not be bad to the bone. Oh my god, Ter- I want to eat Terminator cereal so bad. Did that ever actually exist? No. Uh, it had action figure lines, but then everyone with the cereal erupts, unfortunately. Like I would I would have I would have been the kid to take a terminator thermos to school. Like just this incredibly violent image of a terminator like killing resistance. <laughs> uh, like that that terminator that shows up in that flashback. Terminator 1. Yeah. The hollow eyes, plastic skin. <laughs> Still thinking about the Terminator Rose commercial. Dogs would be barking at the cereal bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Underkillers be flying in the background. Like they keep it inside, like hollowed out TV. (laughs) (laughs) Miles Dyson punches in a key code. A drawer comes out that has the box inside glass. (laughs) Terminator has to lower himself in the box down to destroy it. (laughs) He gives a thought. He gives a... No, no, he just holds up the spoon as he goes down. (laughs) The the spoon is also, like, robotic. (laughs) The spoon's the Terminator. God. This is a real stream of consciousness... Like everything we've talked about, I don't think made a coherent bit of sense, but I like it. You like it? Did you ever see uh The Cell, the movie The Cell? I've seen parts. That weird Jennifer Gar- that Jennifer Lopez movie. Yeah, made by the same dude who made Immortals. Which <laughs> There's a reason I haven't watched Immortals on Netflix instant watch Parsons Singh or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Uh, uh, did he also make *Mirror beer? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think he did. Good for him for getting work. Um, I've never seen The Cell. by but, but I do know... Um, a, the trailer freaked me out when I was a kid, for some reason. But I do know that there is one line in it that I be, I've been obsessed with, even though I've never seen the movie. Which is just, yeah, we map the brain. <laughs> I was presented... That line with that delivery and now it's stuck in my head forever. I want to say that, that seriously to somebody in conversation. That and Superman. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Richard Donner and the man, the movie special feature saying, Superman. I don't know why. Just, I just am. Your mind needs to be met <laughs> <laughs> See, that would be awesome if you could go inside my head. Walk around my headspace. That would be a much better movie than the Cell. It would like, be <laughs> you and insid sit inside my head. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like Brad Dorf is in there for no reason. <laughs> As Brad Dorf. <laughs> like you have to get you have to go inside my head to. Um... Actually, you're just doing it just cause. Well, I mean, really, what else do I have to do? You're just doing you're just doing it for our YouTube channel. Like that's pretty much it. I'm just getting I'm just doing it to get us hits. Yeah. You. you wanted to do a pulp commentary from inside my brain. <laughs> so you're doing a commentary of my brain. <laughs> so you travel inside and see all the things that are in there. Disturbing things. I see I see myself wearing a bait mask. <laughs> I only see you as Bane now. <laughs> it's disturbing. There's Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it's, I don't imagine, like, straight-up characters in your brain. I imagine, like, these weird, almost backwards versions of them. These weird amalgams. Like like they're deformed, almost. And, like, I see the Gill Man in there. But he has goat legs. Uh, Daffy Duck. But he has goat legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's normal, but uh, you know, you you have there's a million Harley Quinn's. Ryan Reynolds is in there, not as a character, just Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I just imagine you just like Ryan Reynolds. Hey, <laughs> he's just there. He's shirtless. <laughs> he's doing the Spider Man meme. <laughs> just. He's just leaning against a wall. Oh, hi there. I'm Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> He's doing the Matthew McConaughey thing. I'm the Mike Space version of Ryan Reynolds. That's what it'd be called. That's what the, that's what the that's what the movie would be called, Mike Space. <laughs> it would just be your face as the entire poster. <laughs> it's an uncomfortable close up. I'm digitized, this whole thing. Yeah, and we can see your pores. Nobody wants to see my pores. <laughs> We've gone too far. I don't know where else to go than you see Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I mean, that was the high end of the episode. Shirtless, eh? Hey. Ryan Reynolds? Right. <laughs> and then he takes you on a tour of Mike's space. What I, love is that, the, <laughs> what, I, what I love is that, in the context of this, like, I'm doing a commentary for your mind, and then all of a sudden, in the middle of the commentary, the viewers listen to Ryan Reynolds' distant voice. <laughs> he just pops in out of nowhere. I imagine we're recording video What's... for the YouTube channel. Yeah. So Ryan Reynolds takes you on a gondola ride around my brain. To see the shirtless. sights, yes, he's still shirtless. He's showing you his ad. I'm, I'm not that interested. I'm sorry. I'm just not, not, not here. <laughs> Wait, would I be saying that? Yes, I don't like this version of me because he doesn't act like I would. <laughs> well, this is my astral projection of Ryan Reynolds. It's not. Actually- oh yeah, that's right. That's right. So he wouldn't be quite as cut. No, he'd be his cut, but having sex with that Ryan Reynolds would be like having sex with me. Let's move on. Let's move (laughs) on, please. Weirdly, Bane, you would come out and start making out with him. Oh, yes, I like this quite (laughs) a (laughs) bit. Like, you're you're on the gondola, suddenly Peter Fonda comes by on a, on a, a, uh, a surfboard. Just waves at you. Like, <laughs> what the said- fuck is going on? <laughs> he says, "Nice bike." <laughs> There's some kind of weird, like Howard the Duck, who's just a torso with no arms or legs, just flapping around, <laughs> just screaming in agony. You're like, "What the fuck? <laughs> well, why are Why is it getting darker? Oh, now you're now you're going even deeper into my brain. <laughs> like how Ryan Reynolds is your guide into my head. <laughs> What I like is that that scene just makes me think of, like, the weird tunnel in Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Suddenly you look over to Ryan Reynolds. He's wearing a big purple hat. You just start singing. <laughs> he's, he's screaming at one point. You start crying, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I just don't even want this. And finally you get to the end of the tunnel, and there's a version of me there wearing a cape. I'm am seven feet tall, <laughs> with it with a full giant beard for some reason. When, when you speak, it's like you're mouthing English, but it's coming out Russian. <laughs> oh, this is uh, this is Mike Prime. <laughs> He's the original Mike, <laughs> in which in which all other Mikes come come. <laughs> and then... And then Shredder comes and tries to destroy you. <laughs> it happens every day. <laughs> my inner Can't child is there locked up in the cell. <laughs> no, no, it, it would say, like, on the cell, that's your inner child. But you look inside, it's just a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> you you ask where my uh, projection of um, apathy and kindness is. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. They would just stare at you, not knowing what those words mean. <laughs> Meanwhile, Greed Mike would just walk by and just steal your wallet. I just love the idea of Ryan Rolls just looking at me quizzically whenever I ask him where your apathy is. Because <laughs> he doesn't know what, what kindness is. <laughs> He's confused what the word even is. What's his joy? Hero would be there, but he'd be, like, a mutant. (laughs) So he'd be hero? (laughs) Like, he would have optic blasts, he'd have claws, and then he'd have, like, a bird beak, for no reason. (laughs) And wasp wings. Like, he would transform into a car and drive off. (laughs) It's like, I don't know what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) You, you come across um, a projection of Stanley Kubrick directing a wall <laughs> infinitely. A smart wall. <laughs> he's, just, he's just like turning a crank on, on an old-timey camera shouting out directions at nothing. <laughs> David Lester's there but he's like, he's a head with spider legs. <laughs> <laughs> he's palling around with James Woods. <laughs> They're discussing a new script idea. <laughs> That's about Mike. <laughs> God. There's a, there's a version of you that comes out as wearing the symbiote, like the Venom symbiote. But when you turn, you don't turn into Venom, you turn into Toxin, for no reason. <laughs> it's my self-conscious nature. <laughs> well, forth. God. at that point you just start claw- clawing at the walls trying to get out <laughs> I feel back the walls Alec Baldwin's faces <laughs> you feel hand <laughs> just a million Alec Baldwin faces staring out from behind the walls <laughs> suddenly you feel a hand on your shoulder you turn around, it's you <laughs> <laughs> Then my face turns and it's upside down. <laughs> and suddenly that version of that version of you that's inside my head starts to like merge into you. <laughs> and so you start to become some kind of twisted creature version of yourself. I become John Carpenter's a thing. <laughs> and suddenly they pull the plug out of you and you're out of the machine, out of my head, and you're back in the real world. You're covered in sweat. <laughs> you shit yourself. <laughs> Like, I ask how long I've been in there. Um, you're only in there for, like, 35 seconds. That was a test run. <laughs> All right, now we're ready for the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> uh. story than I thought it would be. And that seems all very plausible. It does. That's the amazing thing. You didn't come across any Jokers. I imagine the entire world would just be purple, green, and white. Uh, I was kind of in my head. That's what I was picturing. (laughs) I figure if you kept going, you would eventually come across just the Joker (laughs) who would just come out and stab (laughs) you. (laughs) It's one thing for me to think that, but for you to have pictured that as well, I don't know. That's kind of. I've often wondered what my mindscape would look like. What his color scheme would be? <laughs> I imagine a lot of like caverns and canals and just rooms that go nowhere and just a bunch of weird shit running around. Like I imagine, like uh, Jack in the boxes just bouncing around. <laughs> Normal. What the. No, I just imagine that would be my my mindscape. Like that would be the normal citizens, citizenry. citizens of my mindscape would just be jacking the boxes, just jumping around, just hopping from place to place. Your mind would be like, a, imagine like imagination land on South Park. <laughs> there would be a barrier keeping out fictional characters. <laughs> I still like Mike Prime. 10 feet tall, a cape, armor, a giant beard. Speaks (laughs) Russian. He mouse English and speaks Russian. That's my favorite part. (laughs) He's overdubbed. (laughs) He's in black and white. (laughs) But the cape is red. So he's sends City Mike and he's overdubbed. (laughs) It's it's all manner of weirdness. And that's the original mic <laughs> the original version of me trapped away deep within the recesses of my mind forever they are running things behind the sh- behind the scenes the most powerful mic of them all I just, I just love the idea that by our estimates 35 seconds is like 35 hours in your mind the <laughs> most <laughs> disturbing thing still to me is that the my projection of you inside my head tries to meld into you It's in like a really disturbing like melty flesh kind of fashion, like it starts to, like just form into you and you're pulled out like why why was it doing that why <laughs> like for what purpose what was it trying to do? What was it trying to become? Like, originally I was just going for shits and giggles. That shit went disturbing. <laughs> that's, what hap- that's what happens when you enter the micscape. <laughs> it's never a good idea, man. It's never a good idea. Never. Anyway. So that was this episode of Fault Nightmare. I guess. <laughs> uh, I've been Mike. I've been the bane of everything that lives. <laughs> Uh pleasant nightmares. Listen next week to another tale of the strange and terrifying.